Hello everyone, welcome back to Everything is Tragic with Hilary Starr. I am your host, Hilary Starr. Hi guys, um, I know it's been like two or three months, but listen, I, I have good reasons, alright? I've been really going through it this year and it has not been easy to even get myself to just make my normal content, but I'm here and that's all that matters. But I'm going to just get right into it because I have a lot to explain. I've been doing a lot of things these past few months. A lot of it has been just mentally trying to get better. And, you know, a lot of things have been happening. But um, but I want to start doing these every week. And I want to leave you guys with a cute little random uh, fun fact of the day. And the, your random fun fact for this week is... Your stomach has to produce a new layer of mucus every two weeks. If your stomach fails to do this, it will digest itself. The fact stands, stomach, someone is reversing. Okay, sorry. The fact stands, stomach acid is so powerful, it can melt razor blades and itself. So you mean to tell me that like, how... Like, it's just, like, no wonder, like, whenever I throw up and my stomach feels like I burned a hole through it, like, it, but, you know, it's, so, yeah, so I'm gonna give you guys all these random cute little facts every week, so make sure to come back so you can hear the new fact of the week, so, um, so, yeah, so you, typically, I, I, you know, I was thinking, oh, maybe I can give them a random fact, a very useless fact, and uh, I can explain it, but I can't really explain this, it's just, I, it's pretty self-explanatory to me but anyways guys how have we been doing i am so sorry for the email notification i am just that busy <laughs> um no for real though like let's 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 talk let's i come to you as a wounded animal uh i come to you as the prodigal son coming home after running away um yeah it's been it's been a little hectic so in the it's been maybe three months so back in april was it april or may it was i think it was april i went to uh coachella with neutrogena i went on a brand trip it was my first brand trip my first time at coachella i'm not gonna get too much into coachella like it was a fun experience um but i went to coachella so obviously i didn't pre-record episodes and then after that i went to hawaii to go visit my friends uh because my friend was getting married so I was over there for about a week and I was gone from my house for about two weeks. So that's like, okay, I've been gone for like three months. So like, let's, let's see where else I can make up. And you know what the shocking thing is? I've been getting people like commenting on my videos, like on TikTok and stuff being like, oh my God, like I miss your podcast. When are you posting again? And I'm just like, uh, little old me. <laughs> I'm like, you really miss me posting these stupid little podcast episodes? Oh, stop it. You're making me blush. But no, I really do appreciate that there's actually people out there that actually like listening and <clears throat> watching my podcast. Um, So after the wedding, I came home and it took some time to adjust. Do you guys like, does this happen to you? Like if you go on vacation or like a, a work trip and you come back home, it takes a little bit for you guys to get like readjusted. Like, does that happen to anybody else? Because that definitely happens to me. Like when I come home from a vacation, it takes maybe two days to clean my house because, you know, my husband doesn't clean like me. He doesn't clean like, like how I clean. So I put a lot on myself also because I give myself a lot to do. So I come home and I immediately unpack and I immediately start just getting my house back in order. I'm so sorry. Oh, I get my house back in order. And then also I just, I don't sleep. And then that kind of starts to deteriorate my, my daily routine where usually I usually go to sleep early. I usually wake up early. I get my shit done and then I have, you know, I have time to myself. But, you know, when I was back from my trip, it was just, it, I had no time for nothing because I was sleeping so late and then I would wake up late and then I wouldn't do videos and then I was too lazy to do my podcast. And then 
on top of that, my mental health was just going down the drain. And um, it was just it was just one thing after the other. And then my dog chipped his tooth. And then I had to take him to the vet. And it was just a whole thing because I was just so anxious. You know, my dog chipped his tooth, but I thought he was dying. You know, it was like something so like, listen, it's really not that bad. But for me, it was like the end times, you know. And then it was that, and then it was also, like, my other dog, uh, like, he jumped up and he, like, hurt his hip or something, and he was just sore for a few days, but I was panicking. I was panicking, bitch. But. But the point is, I'm back, and also, there has been, like, a lot of reason why I have been delaying my podcast is because I was kind of trying to rethink my strategy with this podcast. So I want this podcast to be comedic. You know, I want it to be funny. I want it to be lighthearted while I'm talking about things that might not be the most lighthearted, like family trauma, growing up in like a Hispanic household, ah, like, you know, and feeling lonely every fucking day of my life. <laughs> Uh, you know and so I wanted it to be like a funny podcast but I think these topics make me so sad and so depressed that it was so hard for me to make it funny at all so I was like having a really hard time making these episodes funny like the the episode talking about my anxiety and talking about feeling lonely and wanting friends like those episodes like and those topics are really hard for me to sound funny and also try to be comedic with it so I was just like you know maybe I should make this a serious one and then some people were telling me like I love your voice like it's so soothing so I was talking in a voice where I was like this and like very calm and quiet but you know bitch I am explosive I I like making my faces I like talking in my random British accent from time to time and um I I also had a hard time like figuring out what I wanted to talk about because I would subject my episodes to being just about one thing. This episode is like just bits and pieces of little things, things that like are so, they might not make sense and they might not be the most, you know, like traditional podcast episodes, but that's the thing. Like I don't want to do like a traditional podcast I want to do something different. I want to do my version. I want to do what I'm comfortable with. So it's quirky. It's funny. It's stupid. It's like, what the fuck is happening? But it's also, you know, a, a way for people to listen and to not feel alone and to know that even though I'm joking about these things, about my anxiety, and my depression, understand that you are not alone and we are all going through it because we are all going through it. Um. So this episode is going to be a taste of what my podcast is what I envisioned so that's kind of why I've been delaying posting an episode because I've been like just brainstorming and also trying to figure out like how I want to move forward this is one of my favorite things to do I love doing the podcast like I love just talking out of my ass and just venting to a camera but in sense in essence it, like it does translate into you guys hearing and watching it and we're just gonna have a jolly good time um so that's kind of pretty much where i've been you know and just just focusing on uh staying consistent on tiktok and you know the algorithm on tiktok has been really really strange and recently as of recently i've been losing so many followers and i also recently had a few viral videos but i've been losing followers consistently and i don't know what's happening um, so it's been kind of discouraging me from social media a little bit, but I'm still posting regardless of anything. I'm still trying to stay as consistent as possible because consistency is key. Um, but, uh, so my bathroom flooded. Yeah. And, um, that kind of is also like just a good representation of just what I've been going through these past few months. It's like, I can't take a break kind of year. Um, and, uh, yesterday, it was like two days ago, my sister and I, we were going to go on a late night drive to McDonald's because whenever my sister sleeps over, we have to do at least one or two midnight drives to, we'll drive either to the city, we'll drive to, um, like a McDonald's, but like f super far. And, um, 
and we wanted to go get some late night food, some late night bites. <laughs> and my sister was brushing her teeth. Keep in mind, my sister brushes her teeth for, um, I want to say like in like a whole episode of That's So Raven, like a full 30 minutes of just brushing her teeth. Not actually, but like she really brushes her teeth for a really long time. And I was standing there like just waiting for her to hurry the fuck up. And um, all of a sudden, um, that scene from the Titanic when all the water spills in, that's exactly what was happening in my bathroom. (laughs) That's exactly what was happening in my bathroom. Like all the water decided to come out from under my toilet. It started flooding my bathroom and then my bathtub started getting full of water and all this dirt and gunk and it started smelling like shit and I started panicking and I had to use my dog's bath towels that I will never get back, right? You know, it's one of those things where I, you know, in a way I'm happy that the towels weren't expensive, but at the same time, I don't have money to buy towels right now. I will in a few weeks, but as of now, I am fucking broke, bitch, and it's it's bad. And I have to give my dogs a bath. So now I have to either use my own towels, which I don't really want to do, or just wait until I buy new towels, which is going to be another two weeks. But nonetheless, um, this is the third time that it's happened where my bathroom just absolutely floods to shit. And um, I have to use my linens and my good things, my bath rugs, my bath mats. I refuse to wash those. I just, I just threw them out. I threw it all out and um, I was crying and it was one of those where you like put your head on the wall and you have your arm up and you're just crying and it's just such an overwhelming thing. <laughs> Mind you, this happened at like 1am. Andrew's knocked out. He's sleeping and my sister woke him up like, Andrew, the bathroom's flooding and Andrew's standing there trying to be like a beacon of hope and trying to be super positive and he's like, it's gonna be okay, babe and I'm just like, no, it's not. It's not gonna be okay and I'm just like flipping out. I'm crying but the problem was fixed. Um, Pretty sure the plumber was going hard this morning because I was hearing so much banging in the basement uh, because I live in a co-op and um, the co-op is almost, it's almost like a, it's like a two family house to put it into perspective. It's like you put a two family house and then a lot of two family houses, a lot, a lot, a lot like together, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of like that. And then, um, and, but then I have the basement. I don't have the basement. No, I don't have the, the basement is like maintenance. Maintenance is the only entity that's able to access the basement. I can't. So whatever happens in the basement is out of my control. So that bathroom uh, flooded and um, I was never the same again, but I was still motivated to come and sit and do an episode. Um, But yeah, a lot has been happening on social media. The whole submersible, uh, issue with the the titanic you know it's really sad but uh, play stupid games win stupid prizes like it's it's kind of one one of those situations where i feel for the human beings because they they were human beings i feel for the families they left behind um but the memes that have been coming out from that have been It's been hard to not laugh at that stuff because I'm kind of morbid in that way. My sense of humor is very morbid. Like there are things that like I shouldn't be laughing at, but it's really hard not to. And um, I'm not going to apologize for it because I'm pretty sure the same people that would scold me for laughing at that would find some other morbid shit funny. So you guys are not safe. I bet you, you guys have that many skeletons in the closet just as much as I do. Um... But yeah, so let's see what's on the agenda here. Oh, I am in a reality TV era. I have always watched reality TV, you know, from the Bad Girls Club to 90 Day Fiance. I, but I've been on a high, you know, of looking for the next best reality TV show. And because I'm one of those reality TV watchers where like, I need to know that there's going to be some drama, there's going to be fights, there's going to be hair pulling, there's going to be like juicy gossip that I cannot get enough of. And I've been pretty lucky with what I've been finding, but I do need some recommendations. So if you guys have any reality TV recommendations, like, please let me know. Um, Because I, again, the scale for me is like 
the bad girls club jersey shore like i love that drama like and then but then there's things like love is blind and 90 day fiance where it's like it's still super intense so if you guys have any great recommendations for um for reality tv shows feel free to like either dm me or i think i can put like a poll here can i put a poll on spotify yeah i can put a poll on spotify and you guys can like just let me have it you know just let me know um i kind of want to be more active on twitter on my podcast twitter so that way if you guys want to send me recommendations and stuff you know you guys can send it to me on there too um i had the podcast tiktok and i don't think i'm going to keep using it because i manage so many social media accounts i have my own instagram i have my podcast instagram i have the podcast i have um I also have my YouTube channel that I'm trying to kickstart. I'm trying to post on YouTube again, like my regular YouTube channel. But then I have my podcast YouTube. But this episode, I think I'm going to start... I think I'm going to delete the podcast YouTube. And I'm just going to upload my episodes onto my regular YouTube. Because I'm trying to get monetization on my regular YouTube. So make sure to subscribe to my YouTube. Because um, I'm trying to really kickstart my youtuber career um my neighbor's dog is barking and i'm about to go fucking feral <laughs> so going back to my reality tv era i am a really big fan of 90 day fiance um so going back to my so going back into my reality TV era discussion, um, I need recommendations because I am, I've am i always wanted to dive into The Real Housewives, but for some reason, I can't really get into it that much. I feel like if you're going to watch The Real Housewives, you should have watched it like when they first came out. Like when season one first came out, you should have watched it when the first season came out. Me, I kind of can't get myself to really binge watch a lot of them. I find myself skipping through a lot of scenes like for example i recently binge watched uh vanderpump rules holy shit i don't know why i never watched it my cousin has been telling me to watch vanderpump rules for years and i continuously refused to watch but i have been actually watching it and i'm not gonna lie i i'm i'm really grateful that she told me to watch it because it is probably at the top of like one of my favorite reality TV shows because it is like the perfect mix of drama and violence. And, you know, because we love a good cat fight on reality TV. If you say you don't like the fighting and stuff, you're lying. You don't like reality TV. Just watch a movie then, loser. But I love a good cat fight. A little meow, a little pushy fight on reality <laughs> on reality tv like i i enjoy it so much like the drama i don't know what it is about me i don't know if it's because i'm a woman i don't know if it's because i'm dominican i just i love me some good juicy gossip when people are talking shit and it doesn't involve me and it's on tv and i'm watching and i'm watching it and i'm just eating and i'm relaxing i just i eat it all up but um so vanderpump rules was really good and then you know spoiler alert i'm about to spoil you know recently when i saw the reunion and i saw like everything that was happening with tom and i was like i was i was really blown away by it all because i was not expecting that that was quite literally a curveball that i was not expecting to get hit with but it was again it's something that like i love and one thing i love about reality tv too is that one person that you can't fucking stand and i cannot stand kristen for the life of me if i ever see that bitch we're gonna fucking scrap i swear <laughs> like i oh my god and like the hate for her kind of went away as the seasons went on and i don't think i've watched a reality tv show where i hated so many people at once like I couldn't stand Kristen. I couldn't stand, um, oh my God, her name has escaped me. The blonde bitch, um, Ariana. I couldn't stand her voice. Um, not Ariana. Oh my God. No, never Ariana. She was like the only one that I love. Um, who was the one? Wow. Stacy, Stassi, Stassi. Jack's a fucking asshole because he would, um, he would cheat and then you would catch him in his lies and then he wouldn't take accountability. And it was, it was just the perfect mix of just absolute fuckery. 
And it was a perfect mix of just a disaster of just watching people ruin their own lives. And it was, it, it was great. Um, what else? I had watched Jersey Shore all the way through a few years ago because if you were like me, I grew up in a time period where my mom did not let me watch Jersey Shore because it was vulgar and it was like too sexual. Well, mom, you were right. <laughs> Happy. Yeah, I watched it and I was like, oh my God, like I get why my mom didn't let me watch it, but I felt so late to the game because I remember like in middle school when the kids used to watch uh, Jersey Shore, like friends of mine, they would watch Jersey Shore and I would go to school the next day and everybody's talking about the new episode, the new Ronnie and Sammy fight. And I was just sitting there like, oh yeah, Ronald and Samuel. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they fighting? You know, like, God, I hope they, I hope they, I hope they go into business together, not knowing what the fuck I was talking about because I, I wasn't allowed to watch it. There were some times where like, if my mom was in her room and she was taking a nap, sometimes they would like play, sometimes MTV would, um, release like a like an episode that they already aired and i would like watch a little bit of it or i would go to the basement to try to watch it but i was never never able to sneak an episode now i've i consume that shit like crazy and now i'm like i love jersey shore i love snooki like it's like oh it's like oh it's the perfect like trashy tv that like it's just it's so great like i love Polly d uh and um yeah, but again, I feel so late to it because I wasn't allowed to watch it growing up and I feel like kind of like a bandwagon fan, but I don't care. I'm still a fan and that is all that matters. Uh, what else am I watching? I'm watching Bling Empire. I was watching the the Los Angeles one and now I'm watching the New York one. I finished the New York one and the Los Angeles one I finished too. And I'm so sad to, to hear about Anna. She was my favorite one on Bling Empire because she was like bougie, but she was still so fucking real. And that's what I loved about her. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, queen. Um, yeah, the Bling Empire New York is less drama. There really isn't that much drama to it. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's very PG. I'm like, I want to see some hair pulling. Okay, but obviously, Bad Girls Club, that is a scale that I feel like no reality TV will ever come close to. And then there's also like all these shows like Love Island, um, Too Hot to Handle. Like, and I need, this is where I, like I want your guys' opinions. Like, is it worth it? Are these shows worth it? Like, are, do they have the good kind of drama that, you know, these other shows have? And also with re the Reality Housewives uh, franchise, like, which ones are actually worth it? I've seen a few New York ep uh, episodes. I've seen a, a few New York seasons. Jersey, I've seen a few. Um, and Beverly Hills, I've seen a few of them. But I've never seen like full seasons like all the way through. If I watch, I don't know about you guys, but when I watch reality TV, I do a lot of skimming, right? I do a lot of skimming. Like when they go jet skiing, when they go hiking, when they go food shopping, I don't watch none of that. I skip to the drama when it looks like the women are mad when I'm skipping through. That's when I stop because that's what I want to watch. <laughs> that's what I want to see. And some people will be like, well, you're not actually watching it. Like you're just skimming. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm still getting the vibes. I'm still getting the gist of everything that's happening. Um, oh, another one, uh, Selling Sunset. That one was really good, but it was also like, I don't know. It was like, it was good, but it wasn't. I don't know how to explain it. And also I like real estate. I like house tours and stuff. And I think that's why I kind of stayed to watch it. If this was like a regular reality TV show, I don't know if I would have actually watched the entire thing um, because it did get boring at times. Um, but this recent season was really good. Uh, I'm happy that Christine isn't there. Was her name Christine or Christina? Christina, I don't know. She's, she's not there anymore. I really couldn't stand her. She was actually pissing me off um but yeah like i I'm, I'm really into my reality tv era because you know just watching all these famous people and rich people living their best life and i'm i'm at home with five dollars in my bank account just complaining about everything and i'm just giving my unsolicited opinions about <clears throat> how these people live their lives <laughs> Oh my God. So I have to talk about this. This is an obsession that I have with 
honestly with TikTok, this is not something that I used to like because it didn't really exist until TikTok became a thing. So I'm pretty sure you guys are aware of like the ASMR shopping videos. I'm going to put examples around me. I better, Hillary, editing Hillary, you better. Um, I, I, I've been really into like these uh, ASMR shopping videos, specifically like Target ones, like, or like, you know, if they're going to a store, like the store has to be pretty... Okay, so I have to talk about this. So I don't know about you guys, but obviously this is all because of TikTok. Because if TikTok wasn't a thing, I don't think these videos would have ever existed. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen these ASMR shopping videos. Like, come sh come to shopping at Target with me. And it's like the ASMR. There's no music. They just like, they put their little Starbucks drinks down. And the editing Hillary put one of the videos here. And you better do it. I'll hold you to it, girl. You better do it. Um, so they like put... Um, no, I'm like saying, okay, I <laughs> get it together. Um, so pretty much like these shopping videos are like these girls, they'll go to Target and they will like aesthetically like shop for things that they don't need, but they just put it in the videos. And I know that because I've done that too. Like I've tried doing a few of them and um, I've bought more than because I mean, with Target, you kind of get that always like you go to the store and you think you're gonna buy what is on the list, but you buy things that aren't on the list, and then you buy maybe one or two things that are on the list. Um, so that comes with the territory of Target. But these videos specifically, I feel like some people purp purposely like pick things that are just aesthetic or cute because, like, oh, for the video. So like, um, so like they put like their little Starbucks drinks in the little cup holders. They have like their Marc Jacobs tote bag, and I. I eat these up. I love these videos so much. And they will like walk through the aisles and like the sounds of the bags. I don't know what my obsession has been with ASMR recently because it doesn't just go as far as Target shopping. It also goes as far as like people organizing or um, cleaning. I love people like putting things away, like fridge restocks. I absorb those content that content for so many hours and it's like that's it's like and I have in my collections because you know how you can save videos into collections I have um I can tell you right now let me actually scroll through what I have because I've been getting a little more organized with the things that I like and I don't know about you guys but recently I've been discovering hobbies of mine that I did not think were actually existent um like I recently went on Etsy and I started adding a bunch of pins to my Etsy cart like I never was into collecting pins but now all of a sudden I want to buy a bunch of Bob's Burgers pins and like Spongebob pins like and I I'm just doing a lot of things that are very like I guess you could say like infantile and like kind of childish, but you know what? I kind of don't care and I'm going to keep doing it because it makes me happy. Gosh darn it. Um, so yeah, no, so I, okay. So with TikTok, you know how like they have the collections, right? And you can add things to like designated playlists for yourself for future watching before i would only like videos and i would lose track of a lot of things like especially videos where people recommend products and i'm like oh i want to go back and you know research that i would never go back and research that because i can't find the video so i'm happy that tiktok came out with the collections uh tab because now i can save all these videos and so these are the ones these are the things that i have i have product recommendations i have over i think 100 videos 88 videos and it's just product recommendations a lot of it is skincare and makeup but it's also like vacuums and like different things from shein uh what else i have music i have day routines i love watching people going about their day in a productive manner and getting shit done there's someone that i've been watching on tiktok i have to find her tiktok and i love her videos so much because she is just like her style of videos is like she'll record herself but she'll turn the camera and every time she turns the camera it's a transition so she starts out in the bathroom and then she transitions she like turns the camera and she's walking to the train and then she turns the camera and she's in the train 
then she turns the camera she's kickboxing and then she's working from home she's eating and that kind of stuff i'm not gonna lie has really motivated me to be more productive to be a little more you know when you wake up get stuff done and i feel like that has really helped with my productivity is like watching people get shit done makes me want to get shit done so um that has definitely helped me a lot so i love watching people doing their day routines oh, oh, oh my god and um i have home decor uh i have gaming um so i have a spare bedroom here in my house i don't know if i would ever make it into a gaming room because that's really expensive and um my priorities are more like you know <laughs> groceries and um but i have gotten into gaming recently there's been a couple of games that i've been playing uh besides you know the usual roller coaster tycoon i've been playing that game since i was like 10 i've been playing that game for so long and they recently came out with a mobile game and um i downloaded it on the app store on my laptop and now i play it and i remember back in like 2010 2011 when i didn't have access to the game i used to try to download it and i remember they had a demo and i used to be able to download roller coaster tycoon for only 30 minutes and then i had to buy the game and i couldn't buy it because i didn't have money i was like what 13 14 and so i finally have the chance to play the game for free and i'm just like wow look at how far society has come you know we don't have livable wages but i have roller coaster tycoon for free and that you know it just makes life worth living just a little better um and also i'm on my sims uh revamp i don't know about you guys but when i play the sims i will play the sims for maybe four or five months straight non-stop sickening sickening long hours i will not sleep i will not eat i will give my sims the best life possible but i will neglect myself i will not give myself the best life possible but then comes a period where i will not touch the game for over a year or more um and as of now this is like the longest hiatus i have i have from it and right now i'm kind of itching because i've been watching a lot of sims videos i've been watching people uh play the sims and i've been watching um a lot of sims youtube videos and also the sims 5 is supposed to come out soon so now that energy of like let's start playing it again and it's like should i should i and like should i put my macbook through that because that consumes a lot of memory and i wish i can download all these mods but i i play it like the normal way like the vanilla way like i can't really download mods because my laptop doesn't have that much storage you know i i work you know i do other stuff on here so obviously i can't just do the sims but hopefully if i get paid more i do want to get myself a pc so i can actually play the sims with peace and um and you know just restart that addiction again because it's a good one i don't know i like it i love playing the sims um i was literally talking about the asmr shopping uh but i love those videos but if there's one thing that i hate about these asmr shopping videos is when these girls have their sleeves pulled up to kingdom come like as if okay i got lost okay i lost track of Okay, I lost track of where I was for a little bit, but okay, here I am. Um, we, I was talking about um, the shopping, the ASMR shopping. And if there's one thing that bothers me about these ASMR shopping videos is the girls that pull their sleeves up, like their Ariana Grande. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the lack of fingers equals aesthetic um, or, you know, neutral, like sad beige sleeves equals aesthetic. I do not understand what it is about pulling the sleeves up to like the the first index of your finger that like just makes it more like oh my god I have to like this video because it looks like her sleeves are pulling that pack of toothpicks into the cart like I like it's it's insane like how people will pick up on something that's kind of like slightly trendy and or slightly satisfying because people will comment it people will comment anything that is satisfying and the content creators will eat it up and they will just post it and i feel like the girlies that are pulling their sleeves up to kingdom come 
in these like restock videos, uh, in these target shopping videos, heard the feedback and they're like, bet, say less. And that is just, I don't know. I, I hate it so much, but I'll still like the video. I will still eat it up. I will still watch it over and over. So that way my algorithm feeds me more videos. Um, because I just love these, the ones that the fridge restocks, when you see the girls with like the really big fridges with the double doors and they're restocking their LaCroix and then like their little other seltzer waters. And like, I'm just like, I, I have my Brita. I sometimes have orange juice, but I don't, I, I've recently bought Poppy, like the, the soda, the prebiotic sodas. Those are so good. I should have brought it because I am so thirsty right now. My throat is really dry. I don't even have water. One of my dogs is having a dream. So um, if you hear crying, that's just my child. <laughs> but I've been really into like prebiotic sodas and like they just like taste so good. And also like just kind of fixing my gut health. I've also been on like a gut health fixing journey because you know your gut health is connected to a lot when it comes to your physical health and mental health and i've noticed when i started eating better when i started eating more yogurt eating more prebiotic probiotic friendly foods like i have noticed a significant difference in my cycle and also in my mood in my energy and i'm like wow eating healthy really does help like who would have thought <laughs> Um, I definitely, uh, I definitely want to do a, a separate episode, like talking about like my gut health and like things that I've been trying to do, ways that I've been trying to improve myself because I, I've just been on kind of like a, like a kind of like a healing journey, but, um, it's been accompanied with a lot of anxiety and a lot of depression, but I'm slowly, uh, starting to get back on track. It's kind of, I, I just embrace that mentality of just keep pushing forward, but also don't, um, ignore your symptoms. Like I never ignore my depression. I assess it. I, you know, I, I head it, you know, I, <laughs> I look at it in the face and I acknowledge it. I acknowledge my anxiety. I talk about things to my husband. Um, I'm pretty open about my feelings and stuff, uh, to him. And then, but then I keep pushing, you know, you got to keep pushing because if I don't keep pushing, I'm going to fall back and then I'm going to fall even further back. And then I'm going to complain that I'm not getting brand deals. I'm going to complain that I'm not consistent on social media, that I'm uh, not getting views. I'm not getting followers. It, it's a whole lot of complaining. And the only person that can really put yourself together and uh, get your shit in order is you. So that's kind of the mentality that I'm going with. It, I'm not hiding my depression. I'm, you know, fully acknowledging that it exists and it's there. But I also got to keep pushing forward because I, I got to get my shit done. I want to be successful. I want to make money. And um, that's that's like pretty much the gist of like what I've been trying to do. Uh, and I kind of have here a note of like what I like just trying to stay relevant on social media. This is kind of like a little topic that I have been just dealing with because that contributed a lot to my anxiety and just overall how I've been feeling uh because being a content creator is definitely one of the biggest privileges I have ever come across in my life it is the most ex exciting thing I've ever had happen in my <laughs> that sounds bad because you know I'm married I love my husband but career-wise I you know, I thought that I was going to graduate college and work a regular nine to five and work in advertising. That was my dream. But little did I know that I actually had a personality that was palpable to thousands of people. And now look, I'm, you know, doing videos for fun. I have uh, an agent. I get brand deals. Like I'm, I'm really doing the damn thing. 
And I don't give myself enough credit because I always compare myself to my creative uh, counterparts, like other content creators. And I'm like, oh, I'm not like them. So I shouldn't be giving myself too much credit. Um, And so a big part of staying relevant on social media uh, really takes a toll on you. And I think that's also what contributed to like my podcast. I was like, you know, nobody's really listening to it. Uh, I don't have like that many views, like some other creator friends that I have that get thousands and thousands of views and they have like the brand deals, but because I don't have it, I'm just going to give up. And that's the mindset that I go with, with a lot of things, which is why I probably am not in the space that I want to be in, like career-wise, because I I set myself up. I really, I'm so negative on myself. I'm so hard on myself. I don't feel like I deserve a lot, but I know I do, and you do too. And that's something that I want you to remember always, that, you know, life is not meant to be easy. Life is meant to have a lot of ups and downs and a lot of downs and a few ups. But, you know, you have to make the best of what you have. And my situation is not easy, but it's also temporary. It's a work in progress. It's something that my husband and I have been working towards. And it's only going to get better from here. It has to. It just has to. Because we are so low. (laughs) We are so low. And we can only go up from here. Right? You know, that's that's kind of the 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 point that I'm, that we're both at in this life that we're in not in our marriage our marriage has been really good um we've been getting a lot closer because of our hardships usually i get scared because like in movies and like just overall like money when money becomes an issue the relationship also becomes an issue and you get a little too caught up with um just the money aspect that you know, you fight a lot, you get into arguments, you become distant. And that's like been the opposite for Andrew and I, like we've become closer. We've been able to not make our whole relationship based on fighting about money and like making it about like, oh, like we don't have money for this. We don't have money. Like, it's like, obviously we don't have money to do some of the things that we want to do, but we have each other. We are alive. We're healthy. We have two dogs that we can still afford to buy food for. We can still, you know, I have my Netflix. I have my, like some people have it worse. So it's like, you know, and our our bad situation is temporary. So we're fortunate enough to be in a position where, you know, it's not going to be as bad in the future. So that kind of also contributes to why we've been in a good position you know, with each other. But even then, money problems will always bring out the worst in people. But luckily for us, we've been able to really keep it together and really learn the importance of like, what is the most important to us? You know what I mean? Which is our relationship. Um, So a hard 180, a very hard, sharp left turn into that corner. Let's talk about Colleen Ballinger real quick, because this is a topic that I have been uh, following very closely. I was never a fan of Colleen Ballinger. I, I was never a fan of Miranda Sings because I was a little older uh, when she became popular. So I was never, I never thought she was funny also. Um, and as a millennial, let me just say this. I do not condone the millennial humor that Miranda Sings has banked on for the past, I don't know how many years. And as a millennial myself, I can tell you, we are not all like that. We are not all... I'm not myself before I've had my coffee or, you know, the mustache and like, you know, we're just not all like that. Not every millennial is corny and, you know, uh, brags about, oh my God, I remember when um, there was a trend where millennials were like telling Gen Z to leave them alone and let them wear their skinny jeans and their side parts. And I'm like, nobody is telling you to not do that. Okay. Just stop it. Stop trying to be the victim in everything. But you know, I, I get it. Millennials have been through a lot. <laughs> Older millennials too. But I am uh, very... I've been watching the whole thing from afar before giving my opinion because I kind of... Because I, I believed, like, I believe in, like, the victims that came out the moment they came out with the videos. And I was always on their side. But it's just crazy how a lot of people aren't on their sides. And, like, a lot of the victims have been getting doxxed and swatted and like getting death threats. And I'm like, so we're saying that ch- children getting groomed is 
okay for them to get bullied because they came out and spoke about it and like people were saying like oh why did adam take so long to come out with you know talking about it it's like either way it doesn't matter if he took one year after she made the video like apologizing back in 2020 it doesn't matter if it was like one year two years five years ten years she still did what she did and that's fucking disgusting and i hate that people are really minimizing what grooming is like they think that because i'm not even kidding i feel like if colleen was a guy and he was and he had a bunch of young girls in a group chat this would have been a very different story we would have had a very different outcome a very different outrage but because it's miss miranda sings and it's all jokey jokes we're not gonna take her seriously but she recently came out as um she recently came out uh, with a not her um there was recent uh footage of her doing single ladies wearing a black leotard and she was um in blackface and oh my god i did not think that it could get that bad but you know there's a history of like the og youtubers being problematic and displaying a lot of problematic behavior that we did not notice a lot in the past because it was a lot more forgiving it was a lot more of a pass back then like people didn't really look at that stuff and you know some people probably looked at it and were like okay this is super problematic but the majority of the people were like it's whatever like it's comedy it's funny now we're a lot older and we you know we hold people accountable to uh, things that just aren't right and uh colleen ballinger doing blackface on top of everything that has come out with you know she's gonna she's not like with everything that's been coming out about Colleen Ballinger, she's not going to need to, you know, with everything that's been coming out with Colleen Ballinger, now with her doing blackface with Beyonce, that girl's not going to need a ukulele. She is going to need an entire orchestra, violin, cello, piano, flute, harp, even a drum, because girl, what the fuck are you doing? First of all, I feel like there has been a ton of videos about her apology, so I feel like I don't even have to cover that, but it is just insane at how insensitive and how out of touch she is because it's one thing to sing an apology if you're being accused of um, scamming fans out of money from like a meet and greet or like merch that you never came out with it's one thing for a content creator to get accused of like uh promising a giveaway and after people entered the giveaway and like did this and that and they never got the giveaway like the person won the giveaway they never got it's one thing for that it's another thing for colleen ballinger to sit at her desk or on her couch or whatever write out the lyrics to this video and sing it to herself too because you have to come up with the melody let's break it down like she had to sit down write out this apology or write out this uh video this script because she did all this in one take there was not a single cut in that video from what i remember she really sat there she recited toxic gossip toxic she had to come up with a melody for that she also had to come up with rhyming words like things how can i make this rhyme how can i like she really sat there Think about it. She really sat there and came up with an entire jingle for us to really sit there and be like, what the fuck is this? Like she really sat there and wrote an entire jingle um, and thought that people were going to eat it up. And now I'm, listen, there are, and I'm pretty sure the comments in her video that are like telling her like, we love you either way. They have to be 13 year olds. They have to be children because there is no way that a grown adult is going to look at a 30 plus year old woman talking to children online and say that that is totally fine. There's no way. There's no way. Are you fucking out of your mind? Are you stupid? God damn it. This shit has pissed me off so much the past few days. And like her video, her stupid ukulele video just absolutely sent me over the edge because how are you joking about something that's so serious how are you joking about something that honestly can lead to criminal charges it can lead to you getting now honestly legally i don't know if she can get charged but recently trisha paytas came out with a video and spoke about how colleen had sent unsolicited news to um these children that is a crime (laughs) that is that's like 
what it, what is that called? Is it um, displaying pornography or like distributing pornography or something like that? But it is a crime. And I'm very curious to see what's going to happen in the next few weeks because what in the hell is going on? That is insane that uh, this is happening. And I, I really wish I could be a fly on the wall in her home to figure out like what she's doing. I wonder if she's scrambling now after Trisha Paytas came out with a video and also after the Beyonce video came out because girl, how are you not scrambling? Because it, this is, this is insane. And hopefully this is the end of her career because I'm sorry, once you groom children, children are innocent and they're so like vulnerable to things like these kids were your fans. And it's like, Think, just think of like your favorite celebrity. Think of your favorite artist, your favorite uh, influencer, and they like take you under their wing. You're going to want to do anything for them because they're your idol and you don't want to disappoint them. You don't want them to dis disprove of you. So you're going to do anything in your power to make them happy. And she used to just be so fucked up. Yeah, vile, vile, vile woman. What a vile woman. Um... But that's pretty much all I have to say about the Colleen Ballinger situation. There's a ton of videos. I feel like um, it should continue being spoken about. I feel like more people should be talking about it. This isn't something that should just be like a one and done. People should just make one video, talk about it, and that's it. No. Children need to be protected, especially children on the internet. Like, don't even get me started with family vlogging and people putting their kids on the internet for views and shit. That is another thing that absolutely infuriates me. But that's another subject. But it like this whole Colleen Ballinger situation made me realize that. And then what pisses me off is like these comments of like her little fans saying, Colleen, we know you, we love you. Like we know how who you are to your core. Like we know you wouldn't. Do and I'm like, this is the problem with parasocial relationships and influencers. This is the problem with parasocial relationships between influencers and people. Um, because people will all of a sudden develop this parasocial relationship with a content creator and they will all of a sudden feel like this person knows them that this creator knows them that they they know the creator like like the back of their hand because they're so open they're so vulnerable on the internet that they start getting more involved in like their relationship they want to know more about the relationship they start and there is like a fine line because there's nothing wrong with loving your favorite creator your favorite celebrity but there is a boundary that you cannot cross. And that boundary is excusing behavior that is, first of all, wrong and also potentially illegal. Um, there's lines that you don't cross. And it's, you know, defending people that are like predators and stuff. Like, I'm sorry, but the fact that James Charles continues having a career after everything that has come out about him is just it just goes to show and it's unfortunate to say that i feel like colleen ballinger is going to be just fine because look at how james charles was forgiven for everything that he's done even if he wasn't forgiven he still is doing a thing he's still doing his thing he's you know posting on tiktok he's collaborating with influencers he's been like he recently collabed with like terry joe and stuff and it just bothers me that this guy is trying to stay relevant when he does not belong in the limelight he does not belong in like the, the social media like i he frustrates me so much and i think a lot of it comes from the fact that i used to be such a fan of his and i used to love his videos and i used to love like just hi sister but like it's just, he just really gets my grinds going because it, it's just James Charles does not deserve to be on social media. Like it really grinds my gears that someone like him continues to have a career after everything that has come out about them and after everything that like the victims have been through. And, and it's just, it's crazy how people will say like, oh, you're doing this for clout. You're doing this for clout. I'm like, you think these people want this kind of clout? This is not good clout. This is not the good clout. Good clout is hanging out with a popular influencer who's getting, you know, Hollywood, uh, well, what are these people, the Hollywood reporter, the Hollywood, what are these people, the paparazzi that follow around influencers? Um, those are the people that want to get clout, you know, the, the ones that want to hang out with the popular influencers that are relevant and not doing super uh, contradict, uh, like super controversial things. Oh, sorry. 
But you really think that the people that are coming out and speaking out against, you know, the Colleen Ballingers and the James Charles of the world, you really think that they're doing this because they want to be famous? That is not the way to be famous. The way to be famous is like, yeah, sure, doing controversial shit, but not in a way that is so fucking wrong unless you're a fucking psychopath because then by all means you know (laughs) fucking crazy but that is a whole rabbit hole that i can go into so much depth on um but i just i don't really have the energy to keep talking about it because i've seen so much of it already that i'm just like eh. i'm like ah it's it's just it's a lot but i kind of wanted to cover the base of just what it is i am so bothered about all of this um but yeah so pretty much um that's like kind of it and i wanna um so yeah colleen ballinger did blackface and people are talking about it and it's it's great it's good that people are talking about it they have to they should and they continue they should so yeah, Colleen Ballinger is doing blackface. So yeah, Colleen Ballinger did blackface. What's crazy is that like she did it in 2018, which like it's, I don't know how to say it, but like it's like it was more passed on. Like people didn't really look at it if it was, if she was to post that in 2010, 2009, even 2013. But in 2018, it's like, have have you learned nothing? Like, really are you fucking kidding me but either way i can honestly go on on a really long tangent about this but um i kind of got my thoughts out and i said what i had to say fuck colleen fuck all these people that are just grooming children and taking advantage of kids and it's just it's so fucking disgusting um so the last thing i want to talk about talked about talked about talked about Uh, but yeah, but that's pretty much all I have to say about this whole thing. Fuck this whole situation. Fuck Miranda Sings. Fuck Colleen Ballinger. Fuck everybody. Because this is just so disgusting. Like, children are so vulnerable and they need to be protected. And the moment they're not protected, I lose every ounce of empathy and sympathy for anyone that does anything to them. Um, and that's pretty much it. Like, I don't... I can go on a tangent about this, but I'm gonna not. Because I feel like I said what I had to say. And also, I don't want to... I don't know. It's just, it's a lot, you know? But that is pretty much going to end it for me for this week's episode of Everything is Tragic with Hillary Star. I am your host, Hillary Star. I hope you guys like this style of podcast episode where anything that has happened, I just randomly talk about it, give my thoughts on it, and I feel like that's the best way for me to do an episode Uh, because I like talking about a lot of things and I don't want to subject myself to just speaking about one specific topic or one specific, uh, moment. You know, I like talking about many different things because I, I like a lot of different things. Like I love talking about like beauty drama and then also like, you know, the Colleen Ballinger situation, but then I also love talking about my obsession with, ASMR shopping videos and I love talking about my anxiety and how lonely I feel but then I also love talking about growing up in a Hispanic household and it's like there's so much stuff that I like talking about and I feel like this is the best way to go about it so I hope you guys are excited for what's to come in my episodes also I will say this I feel like as a solo podcast person I feel like it's a lot harder because if I had another person it would be easier to kind of like bounce off of what they're saying and kind of have a very cohesive conversation. But because my podcast is a solo podcast, I feel like it, and sometimes I stutter a lot. I sometimes can't say what I'm thinking because I can't make the connection sometimes. Sorry, I can't make the connection sometimes. And, you know, from my brain to my mouth, I can't speak. So I sometimes find myself stuttering and getting really lost in what I'm saying and I sometimes don't make sense and that frustrates me a lot with this podcast which I'm working on it and I feel like the more episodes I do the better I'll get and it's like it's like a speech thing I don't know I I feel like I've had this issue for a while um 
but I'm I'm getting better at it. You know, this episode I it's a, it flowed a lot smoother than what I thought. Usually I have a lot of cuts, but I I didn't cut that much, which is good. I'm getting better. So you know, we're all just sticking with the positive vibes here. We're all just gonna be super positive because everything is gonna be fine. No, seriously though, everything is gonna be fine. But what if it's not? What if it's not fine? Like what if like everything is fine now and then it just goes to shit tomorrow? But it really is gonna be fine, you know. And if it's not, then it's to- no. I shouldn't speak like that. But it, it is going to be fine. But what if it's not? Oh my God. <laughs> well, I'm just going to die. <laughs> so thank you all for joining me today on this lovely episode. Make sure to follow me on all my social media platforms. I will have them somewhere over here. Um, and I hope you guys have an amazing Friday because this episode is going up on Friday. You hear that, Hillary? Friday. I feel like Fridays are a good day to post episodes because it's... um you know, it's a Friday. It's getting a good kickstart to your weekend. You know, get your start to your weekend with Hillary, me. (laughs) Hi. So, um, yeah, I hope everybody has a lovely weekend and I will see you guys next week. Bye.